0: Good morning, and welcome back to I Hate Music. I'm back after like a year and a half. It's really fucking weird. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Yeah, thank you, Nick Woos. Um, yeah, I had to take a little break. I was getting kind of bored of it. Yeah. A little overwhelmed. Biting off you got a lot of shit going on your life. Bro. I do. I do. <laughs> I decided Incredible. to decide to focus on uh, performing, writing. You've been done doing tons of moon bladder. Lots of Moonbladder for performances. Um, also, you know, I do have a family and a full-time job. Oh, yeah, job. that part. You know, those things. <laughs> damn it. So, uh, yeah, I decided to take a break. Um, I was also kind of getting bored of the format. I felt like it had reached its logical conclusion. Plus, it was also taking a lot of time for me to edit and plan these things. Yeah, it's a lot of work, man. A lot of work. Uh, kind of ironic because mm. right before I stopped, I got two sponsors. So I was making... Oh, damn. A little bit of money to help pay for overhead, and nice. I also got Paul Masvidal and Shane Embry to agree to be on it. And then I <laughs> killed it right before that. <laughs> oh
1: my before God. I did, I did
0: it. So, uh, but yeah, my heart wasn't in it. So maybe you
1: felt the pressure of interviewing. Maybe, Shane maybe Embry. I was like, oh shit,
0: <laughs> what am I going to ask Shane Embry? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, but last six months or so, I've been thinking about bringing it back. Nice. And I thought, what are my favorite podcasts? My favorite podcasts are to people who know each other really well that can geek out about a certain subject forever. Yep. And I thought, that's kind of what I want to do too. So, I'd like to introduce you to my very good friend, Nick Woos. Thank you, glad to be here. He is now the co-host for I Hate Music. Oh my God, the pressure, oh geez. It's crazy, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm stoked because that was part of the problem is before it was all on my shoulders uh, to keep the guests in line, to keep the conversation moving. To edit. Now it's going to be a much more streamlined format. It's going to be mostly, it's going to be less rock, more talk.
1: Nice, nice. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, but we, you know, we will rock from here on, you know, every now <laughs> course, and then. Of course, it's inevitable, of man. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Nick and I have a very long history together. Um, yep. We've known each other since like 97. Sure. Nick was in uh, Sculptured in the infancy of Sculptured. Very briefly, I
1: knew, Sculptured. I knew Don from... Infernal Archives, yeah, from his museum. That's right, from his yeah. yeah, he wrote about the other band that was in Victims and Turtle Decay. That's right. And then yeah. he gave us such a great review. I was just like, "Who is this guy?" And I saw that he lives across the river. So,
0: right, because he was in Camus, and you were in, in Portland, Portland. Portland, yeah. 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 So it's like,
1: yeah. oh, I got to meet up with him. And we were talking Dan Suano and just like it hit right. edge of sanity, he yeah, just really yeah, hit it yeah, off. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So then when I moved out here to join Sculptured, I met Nick. Um, we rehearsed in your garage. My mom's. Your mom's garage. My mom's garage, garage yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So this was like, this was before <laughs> Apollo ends. This was Spirit of Lily area, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. We played all those songs. I think we were gearing up to do a live show and it never we happened. Were,
0: but... We talked about doing live shows like at EJ's and shit. Yeah, exactly. And I think Wicked Innocence was coming through and yeah, we were trying exactly. to get on the show. Yeah, or Something like that, yeah. I remember we were talking about doing a Mayhem cover at one time. Like, yeah, it's I just, don't remember
1: that, but. It's crazy. Yeah, that's cool. And anyway, you did do Purgatory, the Iron Maiden cover.
0: You did? Yeah. I, I think... wasn't around
1: for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Purgatory interesting awesome that makes i mean that totally makes sense what was the one that he did on the made in japan uh or not made in japan that maiden uh compilation made uh, in america iron, iron or maiden the, oh it was iron maiden yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah it was purgatory then we did a different one
0: that's okay i don't think i even knew about that but that totally makes sense so anyway we've uh known each other a long time we've geeked out about music and metal uh for yes. decades at this oh, point yeah. all the time we have been to many shows. Oh my god! Um, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, in Europe, in the states. Yep, in... I came to
1: a bunch of agaloc shows over there. Yep, Romania, Germany. Went yep. on tour with you guys. That's right, our first European tour. <laughs> yeah. You were on tour with us. Yeah, I didn't do much.
0: You tuned a guitar I once. Tuned a guitar remember. once <laughs> in Holland, I think. <laughs>
1: But I was more of just like an um, uh, emotional support dog. You were my emotional
0: support, <laughs> Nick. Well, you'd been there before. I'd never been there before. So you're like oh, showing me the beers Dude, and the places. It was amazing.
1: We had so many good times, bro. Oh, man, that was it, so it was incredible.
0: amazing. You gave me the biggest fucking bruise on my arm in Prague. That's how I show my love. <laughs> it was it great. It felt like a kiss. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, when I thought about this and like somebody that I could feed off of in this way of course you were the first one to come into my mind nice so i think it's gonna be great
1: good good um so natural
0: casual yeah very yeah. natural very casual good. um yeah so i think with this episode we're thinking about since the, since the podcast is coming back and i have this little band called
1: agaloc that reformed recently yeah great great news there congratulations thank you that's amazing all the fan, i speak for all of the fans when i say when wow. i say we're very excited about yeah. this
0: <laughs> i'm excited about it too um but it you know it made me start thinking about bands and when they reform yeah um and all the ins and the outs of that yeah. what that means what are the motivations all that and i thought it'd be really interesting for you and i to kind of like delve into that a little bit yeah that's cool um yeah. do you have Mr. Nick Woos yes do you have like an overall general opinion on bands reforming like do you think it's like typically good do you think it's
1: I get excited when a band yeah. comes back I, I it really you know Oftentimes I'm disappointed though, unfortunately. Sure, yeah,
0: unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, with the the anger and intensity that a band has in the younger years tends to fade. Right. And a lot of times the motivations for coming back are weird. Suspect. And a yeah. lot of bands become a lot more popular later in life because of the cult reasons sure, and stuff. You yeah, know? Like, for sure. They put out one album, two albums. Yeah. Demolition Hammer is a good example of this. Uh-huh. couple albums, or Exhorter, great example. Right. coming back it's like okay we we have this cult following now and all these people love us so let's let's reform and see what happens it doesn't always work
0: you know? doesn't always work uh <laughs> i just saw cynic a couple of weeks ago and i think they're more popular than ever
1: yeah it's amazing and right? i think the
0: same thing with the atheists yeah too. sure
1: sure uh i think probably demolition hammer is definitely and like people have discovered all that old music you know whether it's from streaming or spotify or what but yeah i'm not really sure how they hear it really but. i'm not really sure either <laughs> yeah. but like
0: i mean we we saw Exorder what twice in the last yeah. year yeah that's amazing yeah, one great. time the crowd was pretty lackluster when well, we yeah, at
1: the uh, Bossa Nova, there was only like 50 people, 20 people, 20 people there. Yeah. 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 Not 50, 20. Yeah. And, but dude, the intensity was great. Oh, they were great. <laughs> it was great, great live. They played yeah. like it was a full show. Luckily. They did that but...
0: typo cover, Black Number nice. 1. Yeah, that's right. That was crazy.
1: <laughs> was, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So. And they're they're an example of a band that pulled together a pretty good album, actually. Exhorter? Yeah. Yeah. They came out in 2019 or something, right before the pandemic. I haven't, and, I haven't heard it. Uh, it's actually pretty good. There's some great riffs. Yeah. And I think, you know, the uh, the lore of Pantera saying that they kind of sure. ripped off its Order and all the these legend. things yeah. was like kind of probably gained them tons of fans in the last 30 years oh, that, since they put out. Cool. Yeah, you know, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Slaughter in the yeah. Vatican was like 92 or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> so it had been a long time and they came back in 2019 for the first album. That's interesting. Huh. And then yeah. there's a band like demolition hammer who right. will has not put out any new material and I'm kind of thankful for that. They're well, playing that's, live.
0: that's what I wanted to talk to you about yeah, too. Yeah, is, that's kind of cool. I mean, I feel like there's so many different facets. Like yeah, there when are. when you say a band is reformed or reunited yeah. um th- I mean, you've got bands that reform and make new records and play shows yep. and do it like they just did in the in the old days, but you also have bands that reform and they play shows but they don't make any new music.
1: Yeah, exactly and, and maybe like, they know like they oh we don't quite have what we used to have you know we don't quite have right the anger or you know the drug addictions or the alcoholism right. that we used to have and we're grown adults now well let's just play what people want to hear which is the hits
0: like I, I think about emperor a lot mm-hmm. like they've been but like are they reformed i mean they're I, active oh, they I, play <laughs> shows but does that
1: mean that they're reformed yeah. they're not making new music yeah exactly they're just playing the old stuff yeah yeah so and that's you know Really, if they put out a new album, I think people will still just be waiting, waiting, waiting for, on a, at a live show of for course. their for their old stuff. Of course, <laughs> it'll man. kind of piss yeah. people off, probably. Yeah, you know?
0: I mean, I love Carcass dearly, but. And I yeah. like the new records. Okay, yeah, they're
1: okay. But when I watch but them live, no,
0: you know, yeah. they play zoom to consume, and I yeah. lose my mind. You know, so <laughs> that's what
1: we want to hear. That's what you want. Yeah, that's hear. a great example. We just saw them recently, and th- I, I actually was kind of like, oh, I got to check out the newer stuff because it sounded pretty good live. But it, it, I didn't know any of the songs. I, I mean, was it just is. Waiting, it's good.
0: Know? Like they're they're fun. <laughs> they're enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. No. Crazy good. No, I know. Um, that's the way it goes. But. I do feel like there are bands that reform, record new record uh-huh. and it's just as good and sometimes maybe even a little
1: better wow, sort of. Wow, rare dude. Rare, really rare. <laughs> really rare. Um Can you think, I can of, wh- think I, of one? Yeah, one for sure. And this is a power metal band, but really? Jag okay. Panzer. Jag Panzer. Yeah, they really? okay. they like they put one album out, this classic album, 1984. Yeah, ample Destruction. I don't rates. know them at all. And then in 94 they reformed and they're just like hit it they hit the stride immediately right off the bat and it was like oh my god these guys still got it you know the production was better by then sure like they had more money to put into it it was really cool so that was a good example I think 10 year gap 10 year yeah what's What's a comeback? How long? How long? Like um, right. uh, my band Dolvin is probably gonna be another five years before another album comes out. But that's just normal. <laughs> right. R- writing material. It's not like we bo- broke up or no, something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, what's a <laughs> well? Uh, uh, at what point is it a comeback? <laughs> I mean, in the '90s,
0: people were like, "Oh, Mr. Bungle takes four years in between each
1: record. That's fucking ridiculous." <laughs> yeah.
0: But like in the extreme <laughs> metal world, that's not so crazy. Like no. you have bands that you know
1: take a while every take two years while. right three yeah. years at least so yeah uh, at five years it might become like oh maybe they should break up you know who knows i don't know
0: but i feel like some bands just have like a like a soft closing too like no yeah, announcement exactly. or thing it's just yeah. like oh they haven't done anything in yeah. 20
1: years yeah exactly whatever. and they just haven't declared that they're broken yeah. up yeah.
0: yeah which is weird too <laughs> is that a right? comeback then i don't know <laughs> don't call it a comeback That's I, right. <laughs> I don't know um the one that pops i have two that pop into my head okay for yeah. like really good comebacks yeah um comeback albums lawnmower death
1: nice oh dude yeah, yeah for sure that newest yeah, that album new is amazing is what was great. the time
0: difference for that that was oh off the top of my head yeah. i would say was billy the last one billy then? it was 96 or it was billy which is like 96 yeah to twenty twenty cutters or... 2020 well i mean the cd came out like two years oh, yeah, ago right. the vinyl came out <laughs> last summer or something so, so annoying that, still
1: a couple yeah, years yeah. ago so yeah so whatever we're talking, that is talking. No, uh, let me over do the math. Years. Give me 15 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, over 20 years. <laughs> yeah. 20 whatever that is. That's and they amazing.
0: Were, they were definitely inactive. They weren't just like hiding out somewhere. They're definitely inactive. Yeah, they were. Um, started playing shows and then decided to make a record.
1: Oh, they were doing those Christmas shows and, yeah. yeah. Were they doing other festivals and stuff? Probably. Lots of festivals. Yeah. I mean, those dudes are all like have jobs and stuff. So. so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like they're making money off lawnmower. Debt. No,
0: no. <laughs> but now they're more popular than ever.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because There's, people discover the old stuff. Well and they hooked you know, up with Kim Wilde. Oh yeah. They did, that kids that whole, in America. Kids in America. Uh, yeah. And then they did it with her. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like all over the British <laughs> news right. and shit. Yeah, that's and so, right. Yeah. Where they were trying to get number one as a Christmas single or something, something like too. that.
0: Yeah. They had that song called <laughs> FU Christmas. Yeah, thing. right.
1: Yeah. The Brits are crazy about Christmas, like releasing Christmas singles. It's like it's such a huge thing over there. I know.
0: It's, I don't understand that. Pete told me, like, yeah, we're going to do this Christmas sing- single. I'm like, you're going to do what? No, it's going to be cool, man, with Kim Wild. It's called FU Christmas. I'm like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> So honestly, I was, I was a little yeah, skeptical. I was like, this new record, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But dude, the new yeah. record's great.
1: Yeah, it is awesome. amazing. Oh, awesome. Oh, the Snail song, what's it called? Snail. Uh, uh, Razor Snails. Razor Snails, dude. Yeah. The video for that's amazing, too. The video is are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they're so funny. So funny. Yeah, they're great. And they're talking about like suburban things, too, which is kind of funny, too. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. A lot of it, like, yeah. what their life is now, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, you have comebacks like Mr. Bungle. Yes. Which is a whole nother can of worms.
1: Well, yeah. So they came back, but they did the, the original demo. Right, from right? 86. So, like.
0: so that's. that's <laughs> no like, new material, though. No new material. Yeah. It's unheard of. And they're not yeah. even. I mean, aside from like one song on the last
1: tour, they they're not the even whole playing
0: the, the, yeah. the album songs. Yeah. Yeah. They're just doing the 86 yeah. demo. Isn't that incredible? That's like. Oh, the strangest like reunion it's, ever!
1: It's really ballsy and weird, and probably pisses off a lot of fans. Oh, but. it does! Yeah, <laughs> I love
0: it. I, it's super fun for me. Yeah. But, but so, well, like, I mean, that's they, what they're known for—is kind of like pushing, for sure. pushing. Like, but that, like, so. are they reformed then? I mean, I guess technically they are, but also they don't include Bear. Yeah, exactly. Or um, w- William Winant So, okay, like, yeah. are, is it really
1: Bungle? I mean, exactly. Dave Lombardo on drums. I mean, Scott Ian on guitar. <laughs> yeah, like, right. That's, <laughs> it's just like he's Patton was just like let's get my friends together help re-record that like, question. Sure. have you read any interviews of interviews about what his intentions were or like well they just thought it would be amazing <laughs>
0: because in 86 when they wrote those songs they were trying to emulate bands like S.O.D. and Slayer sure and yeah. then he's like well who would be better to get to play see, these songs than dudes from S.O.D. <laughs> and Slayer oh, so
1: they had the thought though let's re-record the, yeah, the demo definitely. I see. definitely okay. yeah yeah but it's weird like
0: that's that a played a, the a mean, reunion. They
1: sold out the, like Crystal Ballroom. They that's fucking like, did. Yeah, huge,
0: huge show.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. It's incredible. So people are into it, whether they know. I think maybe they don't know that they're gonna play I, that whole I album. I think some people don't.
0: <laughs> to me, that's crazy back. not to not know. But I'm a yeah. bungle nerd, yeah, so of exactly. course I know. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. a lot of people know.
1: No, I may not even know that that album got put out.
0: I think that some people think it's new material.
1: Oh yeah, that's probably true too. It's <laughs> just <is> really weird. <laughs> yeah right. Well. That's fine. It's I, great if they thought it was new material because it's really good stuff.
0: Oh, it's great. It's like one of the best thrash metal records written in 86. What? I think so. It's oh a great my record, God. dude. Like Rain of Blood came out in 86, right? Well, I said one of the best. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Have you actually listened to like the re-recorded record? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, it's
1: fine. Production's amazing. Yeah. A lot of great mosh parts. Like, yeah. It's really yeah. thrashy as hell.
0: You know the the little spoken word part? I think it's on the first song. I think it's okay. like it's like emulating like a haunted house. Okay, yeah. That's uh, Rhea Perlman, Danny oh, wow. Devito's wife. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. How did they, how did that come about?
0: Because <laughs> Patton and Devito are, are like what? Are close. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know this? No, no, I they're they're, they're Devito's a huge Phantomos and Mr. Bungle fan. Oh no way, yeah. dude. That's, <laughs> that's incredible. That's they're, so he, weird. There's photos of
1: them hanging out backstage <laughs> and stuff. So, I don't know why I think that's so funny. <laughs> it makes sense, man. But, why does it make sense?
0: Because well, Devito's crazy, man. <laughs> Have you ever seen Throw Mama from the Train?
1: Yeah, I <laughs> have. <laughs> yeah, I have. I saw Twins too, dude. Yeah, Twins. Oh man, that movie scared the shit. But out I did of me. not see the show that he's been really popular in lately. Uh, the Philadelphia. Yeah, I've never seen You've that never show. Never seen it? No, I've never oh, seen it's that.
0: So. What I've seen. A quarter to a third of them, maybe. It looks pretty cool. It's really it's it's really good. It's, it gets a little obnoxious for me sometimes, but yeah. it's really
1: well written. And, and is he a real weirdo in that too? Yeah. And yeah. he writes it or he oh. helps write it or Damn. produces it or something. I don't know. But wasn't he in like a in the early days he was in like a taxi or something? It was like a sitcom about taxi drivers. Was he in taxi? Yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. Think I think so. he was in that.
0: <laughs> I think so. <laughs>
1: that might have been my first Danny DeVito sighting, I'm not sure. I've only seen that a few times. It's random. Yeah. We're going off the cuff here people. We could be googling this stuff while we're uh, but we're no, not <laughs> but that
0: that that takes time that we don't have. Yeah, exactly. Um So, I mean, what other bands are
1: are good um, for um a comeback that actually put out a really good album afterwards? Yeah. Well, the one I'm going to play today is Exodus. All right. Oh, dude. So, 92 they stopped recording. It was Force of Habit. Okay. And then um 2004 they put out tempo of the damned dude tempo of the tempo, Damned. <laughs> that's pretty good there's so many puns in this album yeah, it's incredible okay. the first song is called the one i wanted to play was called scar spangled banner <laughs> but it's very topical and uh, yeah. they came right at the politics at the time george bush and all these things right and it was very relevant you mm-hmm. know and typically in the past before force of habit exodus they were kind of political thrash you know in yeah. some ways but uh, this album's so good and it, the production's amazing the riffs are amazing and it just hits really hard so i think that that's a great example for me of a band that i'm glad came back and also mm-hmm. delivered in the new material it's pretty rare dude but it so
0: happened you said this
1: is 2004 and what was the record before that 92 92 yeah it? 12 yeah. year break what happened to Exodus? We were all wondering in the '90s, like, what's going on? Well, what guys? did happen? I mean, I don't know. I think they all had families and like decided, you know, '92 killed so many bands and true. And they weren't well, making enough Smash, money. You know? yeah, yeah, those guys weren't making enough money. And I think uh no, it was after that that Gary Holt joined Slayer and all that. But uh, Henneman was still around and stuff. But right. it was it wasn't the reason. But I think they all just had families and like jobs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just needed. Well, that's
0: kind of what happened with Lawnmower too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost done reading the the book on obituary, and that's kind of what happened with them, too. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, you know, around that same time, maybe a little bit later, like, 96 or so, yeah. when Death Metal was taking a dive. Yeah. They just kind of took a break, and they were, like, having families and concentrating on jobs. And I mean, all it makes this. sense. I mean. Yeah. And uh, then Andrew W.K. brought them back, which I didn't realize. What? Yeah, you know Andrew W.K. Yeah. Donald like party Tardy. rockers party Yeah, Donald <laughs> Tardy was the drummer for that band. You know oh, know?
1: shit. I know I did not yeah, know Yeah. Wow
0: because Andrew WK was such a huge fan of obituary. Oh wow. He hired Donald and oh, then wow. like at Ozfest or something crazy like that. He's like, I want to do like half my set and I want obituary to come back and do the other half of my, of like my time wow. slot. Amazing. So they came on, stage, Oh my God, did like three songs. Oh, and oh, like, I are really like, Hey, think. this is fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, and that brought them back together. Cause yeah. their, their break wasn't that long. I don't think. I can't remember, but yeah, it was, I think it was like less than 10 years. Yeah, maybe. for sure. For sure.
0: Um, but the same thing happened with lawnmower it was uh bullet for my valentine i want to say oh my god we're yeah. playing in england and yeah. they requested lawnmower as an opener no way and they're like we haven't played in like fucking 15 <laughs> years or whatever holy crap and they're like well this would be fun like a huge sold-out show yeah, And they yeah. did it and they're like hey this is really fun wow it That's was either my chemical romance or my Valentine not my bloody valentine bullet for my valentine nice nice I, don't know I don't anything. know. I get confused by that. I don't know well. either band, really. Oh, no, so. me either. Me
1: either. I think, no, I'm not even going to guess because I'll sound like an idiot. But isn't my Bloody Valentine a little more uh, emo or goth the, or something? They're shoegaze. Yeah, yeah. Shoegaze. Yeah. You're like slow dive type. Yeah, shit. okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I was saying Bullet for My Valentine or My Chemical Romance. I just misspoke.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. I was talking about something different than that. <laughs> yes. Only because I misspoke. <laughs> but it makes me think of like the old days when uh, Rolling Stones brought Chuck Berry out on tour. It's like we have to. Remember where our roots came from and like show people, right? And it really increased Chuck Berry's popularity. Everybody oh, knows sure. who he now, but at the time, I think he was like, just like, yeah, you know, pushed aside by white music, basically. Right. You know, and but that's really cool. It's, it's really like, cool they did that, yeah. It's like when, um, so it's great that bands do that
0: it's like when bungle did the snow core tour and they opened up for system of a down
1: all oh, right yeah yeah and
0: everybody's <laughs> like what the fuck is this shit? yeah right and it was around california time and wow. like those new metal kids were not having yeah it.
1: exactly oh it wow not that's having incredible it at that's all. incredible yeah, yeah. Did you guys ever tour with a band or play with a band that, uh kind of bringing them back? I don't know. I'm trying to think if you've done that.
0: No, no I not that, 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 that I can think of. Yeah,
1: but that stuff happens a lot, and that's kind of cool, you know? If you know of a band that's kind of obscure and are willing to play, like, right. bring them back, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're a bigger band.
0: We always did stuff like uh, unknown bands that are kind yeah. of off-kilter a little bit. Yeah, but definitely. <laughs> yeah, but we, I don't think we ever did like... Like, oh, let's help bring this band back or something. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always wondered if you guys did that for, like, uh, just a juxtaposition of, like, Oh, for kind sure, of, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. amazing that it, wor- it works, you know? Yeah, As a, like, it's not, these bands that you chose were nothing like you guys, right. which is really well,
0: cool. I like it when I go to a show and it's like, oh, here's, like, a, a noise band, here's black metal, here's, yeah, right. like, a little like sure whatever. Like, rows, I don't, yeah. don't want to hear, like, three bands that sound yeah, like right. Wolves in the Throne Room, yeah, exactly. like, you know, in a row. I don't want to even want to hear <laughs> one band that sounds like Wolves in the Throne Room. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Typically,
1: so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Let's let's listen to your yeah your sure. Scarce Tempo Spangled of the Dam is the album yeah. by Exodus,
1: 2004, and the first track is "Scars Bengal Banner," and it's just like uh, this kind of poke at America at the time. George, you know, you know, rah rah, and George Bush, mm-hmm. and waving the flag, and just kind of pointing out a lot of the hypocrisy mm-hmm. around that. It's pretty really cool. And it looks like it was released on Nuclear Blast. It was. Interesting. Yeah. So they were like, Force of Habit was like a huge, it was like Capitol Records or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was a really? big deal. Yeah. Remember when Morbid Angels signed to that shit, too? <laughs> oh, that was giant. Like, it when was all giant, bands did that. Yeah, it. isn't that crazy? Like,
0: Wolverine Blues. Yeah, Wolverine Blues. Like on Cathedral there. did it, Carcass did it, Heartwork. Yeah,
1: and that, oh, Heartwork, that's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Force of Habit was on like Capitol Records or something, big label and you know that was the end of it at all i think they were probably disillusioned by everything as well because that album did not sell well <laughs> had no hits it oh, was, really? wasn't moshy it was during that transition we should do a whole podcast about this about the what? transition of the bands that uh, changed from oh 92 you know like yeah, yeah. metallica overkill all these bands that just like testament that went all this, oh, this yeah. interesting route of like alternative metal or
0: well rebels. even like even like death metal bands were doing it <laughs> yeah, like yeah. uh like entombed yeah sure did it to a degree like wolverine blues P- sure. pyogenesis started getting like super like weird like moody rock type stuff yeah, i feel like uh like even like anathema did it to a degree oh yeah paradise lost did it yep.
1: yeah dude the the guy from my dang bride said he would never growl again like he did that for a right. while, but that that stopped well, that, we could do that's, that's, an, that's it's own reunion almost they went back to the style they used to be oh yeah that's almost another style of reunion it, it almost is yeah <laughs> which is all they didn't weird. leave or anything but they went back yeah so, which it's, is
0: really cool it's it's weird to me when people make a statement like i'm not going to do yeah, this again exactly, exactly. Come on, like man. don't don't say that just just don't do it. And then it leaves the door open to come back if you want. But then when my dying bride is like, we're not going to do this anymore. And And then then the next record, they bring
1: the growls back. (laughs) And it sounds like well, everybody was pissed. It's like, dude, you're the best growler ever. Like, what are you doing this for? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Mikel from, uh, Opeth, like that's a classic one,
0: dude. I mean, his vocals on brave murder day. Dude. Are better than any of it's his amazing. Opeth vocals. Yes, well, I think
1: even those Opeth vocals were great. But, well, of course they are. And then, yeah, he told they went Prague and never like he he made that declaration as well. I yeah. will never sing.
0: Well, but he Prague. hasn't, right? No, I mean,
1: I don't think he stuck to it. I think he stuck to it, even though the fans are pissed. I'm sure it's like, dude, what
0: are you doing this for? Yeah. You know? Well, this brings me to something I want to talk about. I want to <laughs> forget about Exodus for a second. We'll come back to no that Yeah. I want to talk about Napalm Death for okay. a second. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. So speaking of that. Like, Barney doesn't growl anymore. He does, like, a hardcore shout. Yeah, okay. Um, It doesn't really have anything to do with, like, reforming. Yeah. But it's interesting to me because I I think he's made a statement that he just can't do that anymore. Physically, he's
1: getting too old. Yeah, his voice
0: doesn't work like that anymore. He's still got a really intense voice, but it's not the same. Hearing "Suffer the children with, like, a hardcore shout isn't the same. Yeah, it
1: probably loses its effectiveness, I bet. It does a little bit. But
0: Napalm also brings me back to (laughs) a thing. I, as far as I know, I don't believe that Napalm ever
1: broke up. No,
0: but I don't think so. they have no original members.
1: <laughs> okay, so what are you what are you going to do? Bring Lee Dorian back and call it a reunion? I mean, they're not going to do that at this point point. I mean, it, so. it doesn't really have
0: anything to do with the reunion <laughs> yeah. necessarily, but like a band that has no original members, yeah, like right. that's weird,
1: It that right? is weird, yeah.
0: Can you think of another example like
1: that? I can't. I like, can't either. Usually there's one at
0: least remaining. I mean, I mean, I, I would Think there's got to be another example somewhere, but off the top of my head, I can't top, think of one.
1: No, that's crazy. I mean,
0: Shane's been there for a, a long, long time, time, long time, but he's not an OG. Yeah, I suppose. And then, of course, yeah, the other question. one yeah. that comes to mind, and this one fucks with my head a lot: Sepultura. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. New Sepultura. Well, yeah. I mean, just well, is is not even in the band anymore? No, I mean, he's playing with his brother,
0: and it's, it's 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 Paulo, the bassist, is the only member in Sepultura.
1: So neither the brothers are. Andreas isn't playing anymore. I don't in that. think Andreas is. Yeah, in I don't think I think you're right. I think it's just Paolo. So, yeah, but like, he wasn't even in a, like a, a member. Like he probably wasn't writing any of that music or anything at the time. The old stuff. Well,
0: no, and now now they're saying that he didn't even play bass on those early records. <laughs> <What>? Like <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, I just read it. I don't. I should say I'm not sure that that's true. Yeah, I just right. read it somewhere. Okay, but it's yeah, crazy. Um, but the whole thing with Sepultura was like yeah. the tribe, the brotherhood, yeah, exactly. the Cavalera brothers. Yeah, that's right. And now they're not even in Sepultura. Yeah. Now they're doing Cavalera.
1: Yeah. Which is fucking amazing. Of course. Like they're yeah. killing I mean, it. We saw them at MDF. Oh man. Dude. <laughs> highlight. It was a highlight. It was a highlight. Top three highlight. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. But like that fucks with my head. Yeah, like Sepultura does. was all about that that brotherhood. I never even. Cavaleras. Yeah,
1: that is weird. I haven't even seen the newer version of Sepultura and I haven't really listened to I much s- of it. I saw them mm. at...
0: Uh, some festival in germany years ago i kind of feel for bad for
1: like the singer guy you know i'm sure he's doing he's a great vocalist no, he's, and he's doing he's great good. He's but, good, but like but i don't know maybe there's newer sepultura fans that only want to hear the new stuff and they I'm don't sure. really care about that i'm sure Those and i think that's days. how they
0: survive yeah exactly but, yeah i mean someone like Derek green trying to come into sepultura and replace yeah, max Cavalera.
1: Like, terrible you can't do that really terrible job yeah that would have been really hard well, I'm, I think I'm th- thankful that those two are playing together now, at least, Max and Igor. We saw Igor. He looked all, like, like trendy, kind of, like, the way he was yeah, dressed and Yeah,
2: stuff. It was
0: really weird. Like, but he's, he's, like, super into, like, electronic and noise and shit oh, now, I see. too. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. So he looked just very different. Max is still, like, representing the old oh, school style. Sure. So. Yeah. But he's also,
0: like i gotta hand it to max like when i see him like wearing shirts and stuff he's wearing like modern death metal band shirts oh right nice that's good necrot and exhumed cool cool cool. so he's following the new a lot of bay area stuff yeah amazing yeah
1: so he's a fan of music and always will be yeah hope so
0: yeah yeah i think so
1: okay um sepultura interesting
0: yeah but like but seriously like napalm and sepultura like are one of those things well also it makes me think of like like a richie ramone or a marky ramone situation marky yeah (laughs) they're both ramones (laughs) yeah and the actual Ramones, yep. but the Ramones have been broken up for decades. Yep. Most of them are
2: dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Neither one of them <laughs> were original Ramones. That's right. They're yeah. real Ramones, but not original Ramo- not Ramones. Not original. Yeah. But now they're both making a living,
1: Off touring the world. playing old
0: songs that they weren't even part of. That's right. Yeah. But they're also playing the songs that they were part That's of. That's good. And in my opinion, being a Ramones fanatic, they are true Ramones. Okay. Good. So I don't have a problem with them good. doing that. But it does beg a strange question, yeah. like obviously again, not a reunion, yeah, but right. it's like adjacent to a
1: reunion. I mean, it probably doesn't matter. you saw the you saw Marquis last year, I, I saw richie, oh yeah. Richie, sorry, yeah. Richie last Dude, year. It was, it amazing. was amazing, right? Yeah, a great it. time. Yeah. Every every Ramon fan that was in the crowd probably had a great time. Yeah. Loved it. Weren't necessarily thinking, oh, yeah, this isn't the pure, this isn't the Ramones in the purest form. So course, me, well, no, it probably didn't not. matter. It's like, this no, is amazing. No. Somebody's playing
0: these songs. No, it was great. I mean, yeah. I, I never thought I would see those songs performed by somebody that was a Ramon.
1: Yeah, right. So to, to see that do? was amazing. Very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad to have missed that one. I, I feel know. like you're out. You're somewhere. I forget why I missed it, but that's fine. You're always somewhere. <laughs> You're always somewhere, too.
0: <laughs> uh, what did Dave Roth say? Um, everywhere you go, there you are. <laughs> nice. And you oh, a
1: little lane in, uh, Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's check out this uh, Scar spec Banner.
1: Enjoy. It's amazing. This is right off the bat. They hit it hard. Before we
0: were using Monday.com,
3: our team was drowning in work. Our days used to split between work and... There it
2: is. <laughs>
1: dude exodus we were moshing like crazy during that when that that came out dude it's like oh exodus is back you know straight off the bat with that track and curiously in the lyrics he Mm -hmm. says uh a lot about interesting funny things about america but he says i'm no patriot just a hatred i was gonna mention that yeah and that that. spawned his son's band which he helped out uh steve's uh steve zetro yeah 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 he helped his son uh record an album by the title was hatred i forget the album title the band was called hatred and uh he did like two albums with them and yeah. now they're on their own but the son sounds exactly like him really it's incredible wow so there's like two exodus out there yeah <laughs> yeah that line like jumped out at me yeah, at yeah. The hatred part. yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's great track right there bro that's great that's awesome fucking exodus yeah and we missed them for those uh 12 years i did they were yeah. one of the thrash bands you know the big ones yeah and you know testament survived barely over barely well then they went to testament with death metal right which with is steve giorgio and they and- did the gathering album yeah and, and james murphy james and murphy yeah <laughs> so yeah. that that helped keep them relevant at that point yeah but, but- they weren't like Chuck wasn't growling on Chuck that. Chuck growled, dude. No way. Yeah, really? I've never that heard album. it. Really? really? Yeah, he growled. He growled. definitely growled. Oh yeah, he was doing his best death metal vocalist. What, what year was this? uh Like ninety six. Yeah. Like Jesus. Yeah. I don't know how mm-hmm. they even found James mm-hmm. Murphy. Like how this even happened or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, Tesla survived because of this. Overkill yeah they went through some dark times you know like these Whoa. kind of sub bands not metallica not megadeth not anthrax right. but even anthrax struggled but right exodus couldn't do it for whatever reason
0: but overkill i mean they've they've been struggling they for a long they, time they've right? been
1: putting out the same album for a while for i a mean sure, i haven't listened anything. to anything they've done since. but they didn't break up they yeah they're still up. they're still around yeah i mean even the 90s they didn't break up they kept going but i hear black was dude. That's a. They're a great example of one of those bands we could talk about in a whole episode about right. how much they had changed. Because
0: wasn't that more like alternative? Yeah, yeah. they went from Horoscope, amazing thrash album,
1: dude, right? Riff after riff after riff, right? And they put the you know the, with the influence of Black album and Count yeah. down to Extinction, they did I Hear Black, which was an album they put out, and it was like basically alternative music <laughs> with wow. you know Blitz's vocals, but it was right, really interesting. Right? Who's
0: who's drumming on that that Testament record? The death metal one.
1: I think dude, uh, don't don't quote me, but it okay. could have been Hoagland. Could have been Hoagland. What? Like they okay. were getting uh, yeah, Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, we have to I'm gonna consult the air yeah.
0: the inter- webs been. here.
1: They uh you know, they they were just trying to survive and doing what they had to do. I'm, they had Steve DiGiorgio on base, dude. Oh,
0: wrong testament. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, the new testament. Thrash metal. There we go. There you go.
1: Is there another one? Not, there's like five <laughs> others. Yeah, of course. Okay, is. is that
0: is that the gathering? Yeah. Okay. Wait, fuck, man, they have a lot of records. Yeah. Okay, gathering lineup. Yeah. Dave Lombardo
1: was Lombardo on that? That's what it says. <laughs> oh my God. Because he had left Slayer for a while, maybe he did, he did Grip and all that other stuff. Yeah. So Dave
0: Lombardo, Steve DiGiorgio, James Murphy, Eric Peterson, and Chuck. Unbelievable! I mean, that's, that's a that's super a group a lineup, dude. dude.
1: <laughs> that's incredible.
0: Because I love Eric Peterson okay. too. Okay, Lombardo even. No Alex Skolnick was... though.
1: He had left as well. Yeah, that's right. They were going so heavy that I don't think Skolnick could handle it or right. something. But he's back. He <laughs> yeah, he's with back. Him now. So that's and, a and... reunion of sorts. When he came back, it was like Skolnick's back, right, you know, testament, back. old Testament yeah. back, and that did, was kind
0: of cool. And DiGiorgio's with them,
1: yeah, yeah. Is,
0: is is Lombardo with Lombardo him too? played
1: on that last tour we saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, but he
1: left it. now. He left now. Did he? Yeah. Shit. Oh, I'm that's not, right. I think I. I think I saw. I'm that not too. keeping up enough. I forget who's who's playing now. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I saw that too.
1: Yeah, but Lombardo's doing so many things, Misfits and. He's got that yeah. solo album out that he put all by himself. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. on Ipecac. I yeah. haven't heard it yet. I haven't really heard it either. I've heard one track maybe about it. I'm curious, too, but right? like all percussion?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what they say. I mean, that's yeah, kind of nutty. I don't it's know. It's crazy. I'll check it out. Um, what about Faith No More? What did you think of that last like, comeback Faith No More record?
1: Yeah, uh, I, re- I should have reviewed for this because I figured you were going to... Yeah, Uh, talk about that, but uh, it didn't hit me, and I don't remember anything about it. (laughs) So,
0: for me, there's maybe two or three songs that hit me pretty hard. Nice, but no shelf life. I listened to it maybe four or five times that year. Yeah. And I haven't listened to it so, Did it? Would know, it since. have even made your top of that
1: year? No, not really.
0: Yeah, if I, to be honest. Damn there's it. one song that I can't remember the name of, though, that I thought, like, oh, shit, this could have been on Angel Dust. Oh, like, wow. Cool. It was, cool. That, it was cool. that good. Oh, wow. Of course, I can't remember the name of it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's some really bad songs on there, too. Damn it. Like, yeah. Sunny Side Up. It's just bullshit. Yeah, Motherfucker? I like, come on, dude. <clears throat> Get that motherfucker on the phone. It's just bullshit. Like, it's not even clever or funny. It's wow, it pissed you off. Oh, it did. It yeah, did. It
1: yeah, Jeez. I mean, Faith No More. We've been waiting a long time for this. For a reunion.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and I'd never seen them before. And so it's really, stu- I mean, yeah. it's still
1: the really live happy show, to see the yeah, show,
0: all that. But, you know, the, f- the first single was Motherfucker, if yeah, I remember right. Okay, and it's just wow. like this repetitive bullshit. And like this is re- And I was like, okay, well, maybe they're fucking with us a bit. But
1: Which they you know, Patton well, yeah, would do. Of course, and of course. <laughs> but I don't know. Faith the More to me
0: always had this really high bar for yeah, everything exactly. they did. And I felt Jeez. like it just didn't hit that. Was same Fool bar. for
1: a Day then the last thing they did? No. Um, um uh, Sorry, I don't mean Album it. of the Year. Album of the Year, of course. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I don't yeah. remember enjoying that one even at the time that much. It's great. I, I love Fool revisit. for a Day, so I should revisit. Yeah.
0: Album of the Year is fantastic i would say there's maybe one maybe two songs on there that are a little bit lesser for me but for the most part it's fantastic nice okay cool
1: yeah some I'll check great out.
0: power like i would never call them power ballads but like yeah. powerful yeah ballads, right nice you know? nice um but yeah yeah awesome record uh so what do you what do you think when people say like this band that band they just reform just for the money do you think that actually happens? Dude, yeah, that, I mean that often, and 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 is that a bad reason? Is that a bad motivation?
1: I mean, I think I, I feel like bands or musicians are are blessed to have fans. Period. For sure. So I Definitely. mean, how many dudes are in their bass basements and nothing ever happens with it? Of course, most you know? of them. Yeah. So they play live in the early days. They make a, a couple great albums people aren't necessarily interested in their later albums so they disband that's very typical and then they come back because maybe their kids are grown up and they're ready to you know be back on the road and have a good time and make a bunch of money i don't i don't i don't fault them for that and i've you know i would go see obituary who's doing that or whatever i will go see all these bands that do that i have no problem with that but I think that they're, they're lucky to have some hits at all or any great music. So like milk it if you can. You know, are Speedwagon's still probably playing their hits at the county fair or whatever. For sure. you know, Or yeah. Def Leppard or something. Yeah. But just, I mean, you Mountain guys, crew, wrote, yeah, Kansas. you guys wrote some great songs Do it. I mean, ne- not necessarily check it out, but right. I don't I don't really care. And I, I think it's sad that like a lot of bands probably play their new material live and like the fans are not reactive. And oh. then, like you know, the encore is like the their Enter Sandman equivalent, or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it is. Uh-huh. You know? it's like,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I do the same thing. Like <laughs> I'm watching Carcass, and they go into a song, and I'm like, and it's like "Oh, boy!" Okay, well, and cool. they know they feel that energy. I'm sure. Oh, they know. Oh, they know. Well, and Carcass is like very vocal about Swan Song. Yeah. They're yeah. like, <laughs> like, "Oh, come on! The record's not that bad." Yeah, exactly. And, you know, shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's when funny. they're playing Swan Song, so, yeah, I don't yeah, know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't mind it, and I think that. I don't know. I saw Steve Miller once, and it was really funny because he had like since the '70s, he's had like 50 albums, all blues or something. Right. But he was playing like half the set. All people wanted to hear was Jet Airliner and like take the money and run. People were pissed, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like they could not wait till he played the Joker. You know. Yeah. It's like Jesus, what's going on? God. When even I, I was wondering, it's like oh, I had no idea yet. for the last 30 years he's been. Doing all this blues music It's incredible I had no idea
0: (laughs) It's like at Roadburn When Agalock opened
1: for Ulver And they did nothing but 60s covers Oh god that's incredible The whole set That takes so much balls Because you know people are going to hate it Iron Maiden did it once Dude they put out an album in 2007 A Matter of Life and Death They played the whole fucking album They knew they were going to piss people off They weren't going to play Run to the Hills They weren't going to play Number of the Beasts They weren't going to do any of this shit We're going to play the whole album And maybe one or two other songs That's it Yeah. People were booing them, people are throwing shit at the stage. Like people are pissed.
0: It's such an (laughs) interesting dynamic to me. It's like that sucks if you're like (laughs) like like morbid Angel, they get paid like fifty grand, hundred grand to play Blessed are the sick, it's an it's an entirety. But you can't pay people to go see them play like Illudium or something. No, there'd be like ten people there. In fact, God like has the venue roof fall on people when they're playing old shit. (laughs) or new shit, you know? When Steve Tucker
1: comes back. Yeah. Well, that's a good, the like, Morbid Angels is a great one. Uh, yeah. D- the Dave True. Vincent re- return right. was a huge anticipation. Mm-hmm. The, the energy around that was just yeah. like, oh, these fucking guys are back. This is going to be so amazing. And right. then he put out that album. And it was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? Well, now you have I Am Morbid, <laughs> and, Morbid <laughs> and there's Angel. multiple Morbid Angels now. Yeah, yeah. But I thought, yeah, Dave Vincent was doing some, some country thing too. But I
0: don't yeah. know. He's got that. Wearing that like leather cowboy yeah, hat, that's thing, his look now. Yeah, that's his look now.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's and, cool, bro. And, Do your thing, man. Evil D, Whatever. Evil D. <laughs> evil D. <Yeah. laughs>
0: God, I remember, you know, in the early 90s, just thinking Morbid Angel were just like the epitome oh, of evil. Yeah, but Glenn Benton and um, oh, Glenn yeah. Benton and David Vincent, and just yeah, looking at like, them. Oh, Jesus, man. and I had that one poster of Morbid Angel, and it's just like they're all like kind of good looking, but like yeah, kind of exactly. scary. Yeah, and exactly. David Vincent had that like awesome blonde yeah, hair, like yeah. a little nose ring, and he—there's he, like, just something about yeah. him that was like he had so exuded haunted. confidence yeah. and
1: like fucking evil, well, like, dude. Like,
0: like obituary, like those old promo photos of them, like yeah. hanging from the bridge yeah. and stuff. Oh, it's amazing. And, like, yeah. These are the
1: like, f- this is like fucking evil. Yeah. And then like you, you know, but he, you, re- you, you like see an interview with them on YouTube or something. Yeah. Oh god.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, we we well we played with Morbid Angel and Obituary at Sion Fest years ago, and I'm hanging out with Obituary, and they're all just like. Yeah. Wearing camo shirts yeah, exactly. and drinking Budweiser. They're just like Florida and,
1: redneck guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was so crestfallen. Aesop yeah. was like,
0: oh, man, they just like, you know, they mow lawns for a living. And I'm like, well, I don't think that's true. But, <laughs> but yeah. But like it almost is. You know, I
1: saw an interview recently with Trey, as I thought. And I was like, I I don't know. I guess over the years I kind of avoided almost. I'd seen written interviews with him. Uh-huh. Seems fine but I avoided like listening to him or seeing his mannerisms and what kind of body language he had and stuff. Yeah. And it was just kind of sad to see that yeah. then. I mean, maybe now he's kind of fallen star or whatever, but I think he is kind of a fallen star. It ruins right? it a lot. It's like yeah. I had him on my head as a very, very different person. Right. A really confident person. A really, yeah. A person that like just would take no shit from nobody, but he was, he was weird. <laughs> yeah. He seemed kind of meek and like kind of humble, not, not the nothing wrong with humble, but just like, he just felt like he was, yeah beaten down by well, the world or whatever yeah there
0: again when we played with him and again this was 12 years ago if not more yeah. you know um he told john that his giant upside on cross tattoo that he has on his arm that you see in like all the videos and stuff like it just faded away is what, <laughs> what he told john john's like what happened to your tattoo and he's like it just faded away oh that's sad yeah and then aesop went up to him and was like dude you did a really good job tonight like if you guys stick with it you you know you might get somewhere and he's like yeah it was kind of a rough night and oh you know, he, blah, took, it and he like, took it seriously like seriously oh, wow, Aesop's weird. like dude you're fucking trey yeah, from Angel. yeah like, exactly
1: you don't have to prove anything
0: to anybody they did suck that night though oh my god Damn, yeah it was their first night with that killer drummer um tim, oh, young. tim young yeah jesus first guy. He's night like they ever played. Yeah. The guy's great, but yeah. he was fucking up. Like, oh, God weird. of Emptiness, he stopped in the middle. He was like oh super god. lost. Oh my god! Yeah, weird. Yeah, Chapel of Ghouls. He was like all over the place, oh, wow. and
1: they were pissed. The other band members. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then I was in the in the elevator with Vincent and Tim Young. I think John and I were, and <laughs> no, no, Tim was just on the phone with Vincent, and you could hear Vincent on the other end of the line just screaming hell, at my him. Jesus, yeah. Man.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It was was bad though It was really bad
1: Yeah That was a huge one though The disappointment The David Vincent coming back I thought You know because they they were very consistent with Steve Tucker, and I just thought if they continued that and had David Vincent, it would be amazing. But they ch- decided to change their style, which right. made to think made me think that David Vincent is kind of well, because something wrong with him. Well, I think was, his style is weird now.
0: He he had left to be with the Jenna Torturers for yeah, so long right. too, maybe which he's is like lost. way
1: different thing. Yeah, kind of lost what it was about. Maybe. Yeah,
0: you know, and, and I. As much as I love ob- Obituary, I really haven't listened to those newer records.
1: They're consistent. It's like an overkill or something, you know. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. Great I double mean, bass, you know, yeah. good
0: rips. I listened to the the newest one once or twice.
1: Yeah. Um 10,000 Ways to Kill or 1000 Ways to Kill. That's a brand new one, I think or
0: No, it's sorry. something cheesier than that even. Dying of
1: Everything. That's it. Yeah, Dying that's of Everything. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that one? It had a cool cover, with, like the the torso. Yeah, with like all the yeah, and, like, that was kind of cool. Cool cover. into it. Yeah. Oh, and this one's a really cool cover too. That it is. one artist is being used a lot. Yeah, now. yeah. The yeah. guy that did the Bellwitch
0: shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 This
1: looks everything looks mag- uh, mag- magnificently large. Yes. Yes. Yeah, something like that.
0: The Bellwitch cover is awesome. The Mirror oh, Reaper one, oh, so good. Yeah. I mean, they're all really good. Yeah but it's almost like I'm seeing too much of them now. It's like, you I see those orange
1: and red hues and you're like, oh, it's that guy. What was that guy that was used a lot in the late 90s? Um, computer graphics and stuff to uh, uh, Yeah, there was a dude that was used all the time for art.
0: <laughs> Not, well, of course he was like Dan Seagrave. No, 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 no,
1: no, I mean, those are classic, um, <laughs> but this turned into like a meme almost where it's oh, like these okay. bands are just doing it over and over. Right, yeah. and Like the labels got the one guy that like does the yeah. album covers. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the
0: in-house guy. Yeah, 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 there's so many. Yeah. That reminds me of the story about how Cause of Death and fucking um, Beneath the Remains got the wrong covers. What are you talking about, Willis? Do you not know this story? No. The iconic Cause of Death cover was meant for Beneath the Remains <laughs> no. and vice versa.
1: Yeah. What? Yes. Oh, so, well, that would have, hold, that would have changed the whole imagery. Because right? the brown was almost like. It was perfect like brazilian or something and then oh dude that sounds weird (laughs) no i didn't mean not like no i didn't mean like that (laughs) but just like the you know like the 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 dirtiness and the flavellas and all these things you know i I can't i can't picture them the other way around (laughs) yeah oh that'd be crazy but
0: i can't remember the story exactly but there was like a delay or a mix-up or something and they got the wrong covers but now you can buy these bootleg shirts Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, that's Cause cool. of death yeah. cover with, with the, the old school Sepultura logo oh. and, and vice versa. <laughs> it
1: wasn't the logo though, too. It was just the... No, it wasn't the logo. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, What's, Did Sea Grapes mess it up or did the label... I mean, it something to do with the label, I think. I that's incredible.
0: I honestly don't really I remember, that. but it's... Yeah, it's really cool. I've always wanted the... Um, the Beneath the Remains with the Obituary logo—that'd be
1: really cool. <laughs> birthday gift idea, yeah. <laughs> I got if anybody you. <laughs> wants to give me a birthday gift and a YouTube Premium, uh, YouTube Premiums, which you mean? don't like
0: the
2: ads.
1: <laughs> oh no, man, you didn't get that. I <laughs> mean, yeah, I think it's kind of cool. At least they didn't do it in the middle of my Exodus. I would Oh, like about in that. the middle? No. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna put an ad here yeah. about Money. dot com. Sialysis <laughs> yeah, yeah. <psialysis. laughs>
0: yeah um, so that's really interesting to me too um which part it's just the the switching of the covers
1: oh yeah that's amazing i don't know how forgot how we got on the topic but that's Guma.
0: obituary simple yeah right, right right the old um, school days you know yeah all that stuff yeah uh there was a mishap i have no proof of this but i saw somebody playing the record on youtube but there is apparently some limited edition tool record that's a picture disc, I believe a 10-inch, that features Agalock Marrow the Spirit, on the tool record. Incredible. So that was a mispress. It was some, some kind of, sort. of mispress. Wow. I can't find it on Discogs. Yeah, I yeah. can't find any record of it anywhere. Yeah. If anybody happens to know anything about this, let that's me know because cool. I would love to have a copy I mean as soon as
1: they caught it they must have destroyed him yeah
0: giant recall maybe even with a band like Tool maybe they tried to like get it off of YouTube I saw a video of a dude playing it oh wow I really don't think it was like a fake yeah right or anything that's crazy like why would somebody make a fake of that I don't know
1: what a weird thing that that got confused (laughs) so weird you guys use the same pressing on the same day it must have been the same plant or
0: something with marrow I don't know
1: (sighs) 10 inch records anyway
0: is that we said it was i think it was a 10 inch like picture disc limited edition Amazing. tool thing yeah speaking of, of uh 10 inches this has nothing to do with the 10 inch nice one of my favorite great segue bro thank you uh one of my favorite reunions was thought industry oh good tell me all about this please okay. so thought industry band from kalamazoo michigan um I want to say their demo in their first 7-inch, probably late 80s, first record, late 80s, early 90s. I don't have it pulled up. I'm not going to look it up. We're on that time period.
1: But I remember them. They were on Earache or something. They were on Metal Blade. Metal Blade. Okay. Yep. Metal Blade.
0: Yeah. Um, not really metal. Yeah. Not really not metal. Is it industrial? Or? I mean, the first record is like maybe kind of industrial. Okay. Just like absolutely top five band for me. Super Amazing. melodic. Super interesting. Amazing. The main guy songwriter and vocalist brent oberlin he's a he was a tortured genius nice they had, died or no no no. Oh, no. Okay. they had uh, i'm not gonna count them off the top of my head i'm gonna guess five full lengths saw them live three or four times absolutely ginormous influence on me and they put out their last record i want to say in early 2000s maybe oh. late 90s they kept
1: going then for a while yeah
0: and then they came back years later. Again, can't really recall. I'm not going to look it up either. They yeah. came back years later yeah. with a quote-unquote comeback record. Nice. And it's called Shortwave on a Cold Day. And some people regard it as their best record. Wow. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's their but best. They came back strong. Phenomenal. Amazing. It's absolutely gorgeous, mm. heartbreaking. And the thing I love about thaw Industry is they were... They're heavy... Yeah. But they're kind of like, but it's not like metal, it's yeah. not definitely not death metal, it's not even like trad metal, it's just like heavy, but it's not really alternative. They yeah. exist in this weird space. Yeah. Um, they're they kind use of proggy, and stuff, little, or like accents, yeah, yeah like keyboard okay. lines here and there. Uh, a lot of clean tone gu- guitars. The vocalist is amazing, the lyrics are just like out of this world, absurd, nice, but like in its Brilliant way yeah. like so evocative just really like almost like the perfect band for Jason. Walton.
1: Yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, this record is, is fantastic. I have a fond memory of you and the guy from November's doom. Yes. <clears throat> 2007 yeah. on that tour. Yeah. Talking so long. And I remember thinking, dude, these guys know a lot about this very obscure band yeah. <laughs> thought industry. You guys yeah. were talking and talking. It was amazing. Well, that's the
0: thing is like, they're, they're pretty obscure. They never really got their due, but yeah. they're kind of, they, they have a little bit of a cult following Did nice. a couple of side projects too, that are fantastic um cool and but they're just largely largely overlooked but the song i'm gonna play is the first song off of this comeback record good
1: yeah that's good that's a good indication of like how they're gonna express yeah. themselves to the world at this right. point
0: wow. yeah um it's called satan in the gift shop <laughs> and <laughs> nice. let's see uh let's see what year it is here
1: and are they still uh going
0: strong or uh they released this record in whatever year it is i'm trying to find Um, And then they just kind of disappeared, honestly. Oh, wow. uh, One of them is in some awful country band that's like super, super religious. Oh, weird. And his name is Christopher Lee Simmons. Okay. And he is like the the one single I saw is like this really bad video. And it was kind of like about like how women shouldn't talk back and shit. It was like really bad. Oh, my God. That's so weird. Really bad. What the hell? really bad um but now like nobody knows what happened to brent oberlin like oh missing nobody thinks he's dead necessarily yeah, but, but he's just dropped not off online
1: the face of the earth. he's just like yeah. just being a recluse yeah these wow. these
0: all these albums have only been available on cd yeah. There's one label that confirmed last year that they're working on releasing them all on lp sweet which i'm very excited about yeah. but i haven't heard about that in forever either okay um was
1: this one released on Metal Blade again, or was it...
0: I want to... Here, I'm just going to consult the Oracle. Yeah, no real, problem. Real quick, because I'm...
1: Just... Kalamazoo, Michigan, there's probably not too many bands from... from I don't there. think so. Some of those noise bands you, you like probably are from around there.
0: Yeah, Midwest.
1: Midwest, man. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Okay, Short Wave on a Cold Day is from 2001. Okay. Oh, wow, okay. I'm just going to go through a, a quick lineup here, because yeah. this band's really important to me. Their demo is in '90. First record, Songs for Insects, 92. Um, their seven-inch single, 93. Mods Carve the Pig, the, their second full-length was in 93. That's absolutely phenomenal record. Outer Space is Just a Martini Away in 96. Black Umbrella in 97. Wow. Black Umbrella might actually be my favorite thought record, which people think is weird. Um, hmm. Short Wave on a Cold Day, 2001. It was on Metal Blade. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah kept
1: it going yep um, so this is only a four-year gap are we sure this was a we a comeback album and why were they marketing was, it is that
0: was it a was it only four years let's see uh yeah only four years yeah uh, maybe was, there
1: was a return to their original sound or something well i don't think
0: uh oh here uh uh Yeah, I don't think it was necessarily marketed as that, maybe, I don't really recall, honestly.
1: That's all right, it was four years, that's enough for them to break up and get back together. Yeah. Nice. And if I recall correctly,
0: Brent, the main guy, he, like before this, the band was more of a collaborative thing, even though he was kind of like the captain, and this record is like mostly him. Nice. Um, Actually, let's look at the members real quick. Yeah, there's a few other guys, but he yeah, Brent Oberlin vocals, guitars, keyboards and violin. Wow. So he did a lot of it.
1: Talented guy.
0: Yeah, but then they just disappeared. Yeah, that's too bad. But the little note here, which I didn't realize, but the little note in um on Metal Archives says that Jason Newsted discovered the demo and on his recommendation the band was signed to Metal Blade.
1: What? Yeah. Holy crap.
0: That's awesome. This says from 89 to <clears throat> 98, they were together. Oh, never mind. No, this is dumb. It's just delineating when they used the thought industry versus thought <laughs>
1: industry. Oh, wow. Wonder why they did that. Yeah.
0: Anyway, okay. Let's, awesome. Let's check out this first track from Shortwave on a yes, cold please. day. Yes, please. Yes, please. Called Satan in the Gift Shop. Nice.
1: Mule's nice. Dude. <laughs> <He almost> <laughs> <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're great, by the way. Yeah. Uh that was awesome. Dude, yeah, yeah. I love great. that guy's uh vocals. Yeah, his, dude. Like, his uh delivery is really they're so great. Nice. Yeah. I had um, great bass tone on that too.
0: Yeah, they're just I mean, you can see why I'm in love with that band so much. Yeah. Um first time I saw them was ninety three at Metal Fest. Nice. Milwaukee Metal Fest it was great. I saw him a couple other times, but maybe the most memorable time it was what ninety four? Is that when when Kurt killed himself? 94? Yeah, I Think so. Yeah. Um, it was that week that he killed himself. They're opening for Typo, uh, Bloody Kisses tour, I do believe. Maybe October Rest? Not sure. Bloody Kisses, about right. Bloody yeah. Kisses, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, opening for Typo and they came out and brent was dressed as kurt cobain had wow. the, like the wig on oh, wow. and everything and like the flannel yeah. and it was like kind of shocking really yeah um too soon it was too soon yeah people were fucked up about that you know <laughs> yeah and he came out dressing like him and they did a cover of smells like teen spirit oh wow it was a bit Crazy. much yeah. but also
1: like was he paying tribute or like probably a little mocking, bit of both a little bit? Mm.
0: maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of both yeah but they were so fucking killer. Yeah. Love That's that awesome. band so much. Yeah,
1: they're cool. That's um, yeah. crazy that, you know, Metal Blade, I think Metal Blade signed Goo Goo Dolls yeah. and stuff like this. Yeah. So maybe it fit in line with, like, some sort of extension they were trying to do at the yeah. time or something. I mean,
0: they're, they're, in my opinion, they're not that far removed from, like, some of the larger bands no, that were, like, no. in the 90s. For like, sure. Like Tool or something. Yeah, exactly. I keep exactly. bringing up Tool. I don't even really like, really like Tool, but, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know. But yeah, a similar alternative, maybe, Yeah. Uh, you know, it could Jason reach a wider kind of sound. audience yeah. or
0: something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: You know, it's funny, like you brought it up.
0: It's like, oh, that was only four years. And now I'm like second guessing myself. But I, I think they did make an announcement.
1: Oh, no problem. I wasn't. En- <laughs> I was just wondering. No, you're making me nervous. I was nervous. asking you questions. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole
0: point of this is like reunions. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here I am. Like, uh,
1: stop. Well, okay. obviously, you remember it that way. So it probably did happen. I do that way,
0: remember it that, yeah. that way. But yeah. I don't know but uh,
1: there were a few others uh, last year uh, Benediction put out a great album and they oh, had they been around did. a long time scriptures right? yeah, yeah real I good was dude that's like was made really my top good. 10 I was so excited about that yeah. one I remember that's the drum work being really good on and that they one. hadn't been I don't know what the last album was for them so it had been a long time a long time and yeah, they yeah. did an alternative thing too The Dreams they, You Dread or something it was like an did. alternative tinge yeah. death metal album it was I'm weird. not sure I heard that one <laughs> yeah it was after their other ones but
0: i was like never a huge benediction fan but like um i actually really liked the what is it sub subconscious terror with barney on it is that what it's called
1: i don't remember terror? yeah i don't remember
0: they have that one record with barney on nice. it and that's the one like i kind of knew back in the 90s and then there's the one with a beautiful cover what's yeah. that one
1: yeah uh, yeah awesome you, cover you that, know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah of course yeah i don't want to yeah, yeah. but we saw them uh, open for both of them. that's right we did so i wonder if they were putting out albums now no, i'm second guessing that yeah maybe that's
0: the, th- that's the thing about these things it's like these little minutia details yeah, exactly. that you think about like once yeah. every 10 years yeah, exactly. and then you're like oh this band did this it's like well wait actually did they that's just what i remember yeah right like, <laughs> don't worry if i'm wrong i'll get emails about it like I remember one time, I don't remember what episode it was, but I said something about Fudge Tunnel, and this guy wrote in, and he was like, this is the most useless podcast. You're, like, just filled with bullshit information. I'm like, dude, I'm just... Doing unfiltered. This. We're yeah, just I'm riffing just here. Doing this off the cuff. Yeah, like I, yeah. it's what I remember, and he was like, actually, Alex Newport is from San Francisco, and blah, blah, blah. And nice. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you're right, dude. I'm just, like, I'm just talking. Like, I, I can't, like, fact
1: check everything I say. Uh, what was no, that I... project that Max, did Max and him? Nailbomb, Nailbomb, right? Nail yeah. yeah. That was great. That, well, I haven't heard that in yeah, a, really, heard a really long, long time. time. I can't even say if it's great or not. I haven't revisited it. <laughs> Are they but. doing a,
0: a reunion, Max and Alex?
1: <laughs> I do remember them doing a tour of some sort at that time. They did time. do a tour. I, mean, but.
0: I actually saw some footage of Nail Bomb not too long ago playing live nice. for some reason. Stumbled like across recent it. Recent or old No, old stuff. no, yeah, old, yeah. Like, yeah. like 90s or something. Yeah, that's cool. What about Soulfly?
1: Yeah, what about them?
0: Yeah, what, I mean, what's... What, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, Max did that with the – he was, like, jumping on the corn bandwagon or something. Yeah. You know, Roots was headed towards that direction. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It sure, made man. logical sense that they kept going with it, like yeah. Max did. Yeah. And that makes me think that he probably mostly wrote Roots, probably Roots. Yeah, I, think he wrote so. I think so. all I think so. Because that's the, exactly what Soulfly sounded like.
0: He's got a new thing with his son okay. called Go Ahead and Die. Okay. Do yeah. you know about this?
1: N- I've heard of that. I have not heard it. Yeah. Any I good? think his
0: son was in Soulfly – Okay, yeah, probably. I have not heard it, but
1: it's it's, it's, just—it's—it's punky, or yeah, I I don't
0: know. It's just interesting to me because I feel like Max has a lot of this, like kind of like new metal tendencies. He does,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, he's—if you—you mentioned him wearing modern T-shirts, he's just keeping up with music, maybe, and that's just where his attention was at that time. But. I mean, yes, I think you're probably right. I don't know what this new thing sounds like. I don't either. It could I don't be either. pretty cool hardcore music.
0: I guess I just music. kind of assumed that it was more the the jump, jump of the same because yeah. and the name and the kid. Go Ahead and Die?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, let's not do it. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's not do it. We'll, we'll save that for an entire <laughs> hey, episode
0: on Go <laughs> Ahead and could Die. We can just talk
1: about Max for an hour. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, from the early days. You
0: read that Decibel article? Did you read it? No. Oh, you
1: should read it. It's great. I don't,
0: it was a yeah. cover story. Okay. It was like basically sure. like Max from like the 80s to modern day stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't read that. Talked about all that stuff. It's it was a really good article. Nice.
1: Uh, That's cool. Yeah, he's character and he's uh, essential to the scene.
0: Yeah, I'm just so happy. He's like he's one of those guys. Like I mean this in the most loving way, but like when you see him on videos now, he almost seems like Aussie. Where yeah. he's like, yeah. Kind yeah. of fumbling his words, yeah, right. kind of like Out a little of doofy a little bit, and yeah. stuff. And so it makes me really happy to see him live and he's killing it like he was in the 90s. See
1: the intensity playing Arise, playing Beneath the Remains, like perfectly. Not no, like nothing lost, no there. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good live. And sad Eeyore, to not see uh, Andres up there. It'd be cool course, if they did the whole amazing. thing. What's the problem yeah. here? At this point, at this point, I right. think the whole thing was like Igor and Max weren't getting along for a long time. Oh, we well, could th- talk about Subterre for a while. Right. Well, that, but that was the whole <laughs> but, thing. And, and it was now, about, about Max's wife, now, too. Gloria. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She was managing and stuff. But now they're all they're they're back copacetic, So yeah. why not
0: do the whole thing?
1: Dude, can you imagine though? Like Jesus Christ, if Be they huge. got like Andreas and Paulo Yeah, back? and then they start playing roots and stuff, and people would love that. People would love that. Yeah.
0: Man, I mean. I'm very satisfied with the Uriahs and the Beneath the that we saw. But still. If but the yeah, they London were Urias so and...
1: huge, though.
0: You know. With you roots, saw them back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. saw
1: them with Pantera and Prong once. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, what, Pantera and Prong. What Sepultura. Prong? Uh, That was Cleansing, I believe. Yeah, it was Cleansing. So, 90- 94?
0: 94? 95?
1: Yeah, it was 94. At the Portland Meadows with a horse track. Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, I saw Sepultura in California Also when I was a teenager. Um, like, arise, KSID. It was like this. Uh, oh, it's a weird thing that happened to me. I, my friend Matt won tickets for this like uh, industry event. Okay, where all these bands played. Body Count played, dude. Really, I saw Body Count. This okay. is like '92. Body Count and Sepultura in the same Sepultura. Thing? They they had these little industry showcases of uh, different labels hmm. and whatever label I guess it was Roadrunner. Uh, Sepultura played, yeah. so that was that was a rise. Wait, what? It year may mean? have been between KSAD and Arise I believe it was ninety. Dude. What did you 92. say? Ninety-two. Na- that was, and then yes, it was KSA was because it was the first Body Count album as well. Yeah, that was incredible. That I saw this. That was the only played a songs. Chaos AD. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. I saw them. I
0: think I only saw them once, and it was a Rise
1: tour for sure. Nice. I was pissed when Chaos AD came. Me too, dude. <laughs> so pissed. I still it's don't. Like what the hell is this I don't, shit? I, I, it's not I, too bad in hindsight, but damn, good time. I listened to Rise yesterday. <laughs> nice. That is. Nice, nice. I mean, it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's it's. Almost flawless Right. I listened to the first Theoside today I was like Jesus I have to, I have to just Pummel myself It's so man. good That's... And then I was reading about This is a whole other Podcast probably But <laughs> I was reading about uh, The Hoffman Brothers Oh who, yeah What's up with who them Who wrote All the music Right For the first album Yeah They just stopped Being interested in the band Even for Legion So they pieced together Legion Legion was like A pieced together album right. of or tracks they had written For the first one Okay And then Steve Ashheim's songs Oh. And then Steve Ashheim wrote all of "Once Upon a Cross," and from okay. then on, he's been writing the music ever right. since. Right, I know, I know. And that's why it's not as good. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no offense, to that guy—he's a great drummer, and you know, he's. he's it's always a weird when drummers write the songs. Yeah, I thought that was really strange to hear that. Because uh, I mean, the Hoffman brothers were just checked out, and Glenn Benton only wrote the lyrics. I didn't but realize all that. Legion. Fucking it's fucking
0: amazing, great, but it was leftovers from the first album, dude. How does that work? It has such a personality of its
1: own. Yeah, I don't know the production and it's like production, the arrangement. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the production is so interesting.
0: It's like super, like bass forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that like croaky bass yeah, song, yeah, sound yeah. to it. that yeah. I
1: love. Dude, that record is so great. We saw that live too.
0: We did, and that Thanks, was not
1: man. not as good.
0: It wasn't as good. Not as good. I don't know.
1: Maybe we were it too just tired seems like, or something. No, it just seems like Glenn was just phoning it in. Just, yeah. he, he, wasn't, he didn't have the energy into it. It seems like he was doing it for the money. <laughs> Maybe it this really is did. one that, that really did. Like this is why they're doing it. Yeah.
0: We saw Massacre. Yeah, that was they cool. They seemed to be into yeah, it. Yeah. Cam Lee. Demolition Hammer was into Dude. it.
1: That was amazing.
0: Devastation yeah. was into it. Yeah. Coroner. Coroner. Yeah, yeah, that was
1: great. That was great. Immolation to the left and to the right. <laughs> yeah. And to the right. into the restaurant. Yeah. We saw Immolation and MDF, I don't know how many They're times. like everywhere. Everywhere. Just everywhere. hanging out. Yeah. Always hanging out. Oh, it yeah. was Immolation again. Yeah. <sharp inhale> when we saw him, So approachable. <laughs> so approachable.
0: When we saw him with Obituary. It was with Obituary, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. um I went on the bus for a minute and met a couple of them, and they're like super, super nice of course guys. they are. Dude. Super nice guys. Of
1: course they are.
0: Yeah. You know, their guitar tech is Kevin Bacon's son. <laughs>
1: Such an odd fact. Little known fact. That's yeah. an odd, odd fact. If
0: you Google Kevin Bacon so, immolation, <laughs> you can see videos of him wearing immolation T-shirts.
1: Oh, shit. That's amazing. Yeah. You're setting me up for like a separate, you know, a seven uh, seven degrees of that's Kevin right, Bacon's son
0: in Deathmatch. <laughs> seven degrees of immolation.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Immolation is one of those bands that... Um, I loved their first record yeah. and I just never checked them out again, but their uh, last
1: record is fucking it's great. great Yeah, and the production's amazing on it like great. sounds really good And I well, think that's maybe, maybe makes the difference, but I feel like their sound has been pretty similar over all these years I think so. Very
0: much. I don't think they've changed very much, but I was way into Donna Possession Yeah, and then for some reason I just never really stuck with yeah, them Yeah, me either, but uh, yeah w- What was it last year that record came out? What was it called?
1: Uh Uh, oh shit yeah I can't remember now I can't remember (laughs) on top tip my tongue you Uh, know who came back in the 2000s with a two song demo that I just thought of Nocturnus dude so so Uh yeah thresholds Uh came out like 94 whatever that was yeah amazing album so good. What the hell happened to Nocturnus? There was always rumors that dude was just nuts, right? right? In yeah. the Florida backwaters, just doing yeah. his shit with yeah. his Camaro, yeah. fucking yeah. with his tum- Camaro all the time, right? Yeah. And they put out a two-song CD. I had it on CD. This must have been '99 or 2000. I think it was. Yeah. 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 So not not too late in 2000s or anything, but uh, yeah, and it wasn't very good. Like, but they
0: had, they had a new <laughs> record too a couple of years ago, on Profound Lore.
1: Well, that's how far I am behind. Yeah. And it, Seriously, must it be bad. Man.
0: The, I, I thought the vocals are really annoying. Oh, honestly, Mike Browning's amazing though. Yeah, right? and he, and he, and he was he, drumming and singing.
1: Yeah, back in the day, I don't know if he still does. But. I think so. Yeah. Um, thing. That's a whole another talent. Yeah, we missed him at
0: MDF that, that last year. Remember, it was at the pre-show. No, opening, I th- uh, How no. It? Uh, it was like super early, and we're like, we need some food, and we like chose women's food nocturnus. over nocturnists. Yeah. We went to that pizza place where the guy was complaining about women's sports.
1: Yeah, that was weird. That was for whatever, weird. He, he, for whatever reason, he thought we were the audience for that. How would he... <laughs>
0: Why would he think that we're the audience for that? We're like sitting
1: there Did we? Did we bring t-shirts. up that we were from Portland or something? And maybe that spurred it on? I forget. I don't remember. I but, because Portland is known for soccer in America. I don't know. Something like that. That was weird.
0: Or like anyway. pay inequality for women or something. <laughs> this guy was so mad that yeah, he just wanted, to wanted talk about more like, money for... Yeah. <laughs> For professional soccer, yeah.
1: was it? I mean, soccer? yeah, shouldn't they make similar money? I don't know. But he that thought that it was sum- bullshit. Yeah, he, he did. was mad. <laughs> and he had—he was telling his sister this or something. <laughs> it was so weird. That was so weird.
0: <laughs> but I think that's when we met. We missed Nocturnus because, yeah, like, we needed now. to get food or something.
1: Shit. Okay, I'm behind on the Nocturnus world, but they did make a comeback in 2000. I yes, do remember that. Yes, they did, and it wasn't good at that time either. So. Yeah, but Mike Mike Browning is a really nice guy. Oh, good, good, um, good, good, good. Okay, I mean, from my seems like a, anyway, seems like he could possibly be a weirdo. Yeah, but, but I, I don't know that for a fact at all.
0: The <laughs> couple times I've met him,
1: he's nice. been nothing but nice. Nice, that's great, that's great. So, did I, you guys play as Nocturnus or?
0: No, uh, well, Aglock played MDF. Nocturnus played MDF. I, I didn't see. see them, but we yeah. met each other. Oh, that's cool. And then we were playing Tampa in like a month, and we're like, hey, we're playing at. Whatever it is, the brass mug or whatever it is in Tampa, and um, he's like, "Oh, I'm back from Europe the day before. If I'm not too tired, I'll stop by." And we're like, "Okay, like he's never gonna stop by." And he came to the show. Steve
1: Ashheim. No, he came too.
0: Oh my god!
2: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we're hanging yeah, out. Yeah, because you Mike were like Blanny. texting Steve Asha. I mean, it became kind of annoying. Oh, he's yeah, it was really annoying. Not say that.
0: No, it's fine. He's not going to listen to this podcast. But maybe
1: you know he might. Oh, he, well, what is he going to do? He's going to like, gonna, like t- TP your house or something. Write another bad record. I mean,
0: <laughs> no. John said the last Deicide is really good. I haven't listened oh, to okay. it, but well, he I mean, said it was really good. It's worth worth not, checking out. Not right sure I believe yeah. him. Well, that's fine. But, but no, Mike was super nice. We hung out for a bit. Like we gave him like some merch, and he was <laughs> that's just amazing. Like, dude. Yeah
1: And he actually was a fan, or
0: I don't think he was a fan. I just think he was like these guys seem nice, and
1: you know, I'm hanging out. Like Steve, like worked his way backstage,
0: was like hitting on our crew, hitting on the opening band, stealing your beers, stealing our (laughs) beers. Mike was very respectful. He like he hung out by the merch table. He was like asking about the tour, asking about the show. Like you know, he was These old
1: school guys could take advantage of that, you know, because. We do kind of like, we did worship them in some ways. We were oh, just dude. like so into it. At the I time. still remember like
0: we're in the <laughs> middle of shadow and I'm like riffing with Aesop and he gets like these like, like saucer plate eyeballs. And he goes, he just whispers, Steve Osheim. And I'm like, what? And I turn around and Steve's walking into the venue and we're both just starstruck. Oh, wow, and amazing. And like, wow. Oh shit. It's yeah. the dude from DSI. Yeah, yeah, that's the, cool. 20 minutes after we got off stage, we're like, Don's like, how do we get this fucker out of here? And he showed up in a went hummer. from awe to annoyance Yeah, with he was like doing like donuts in the parking lot in his hummer.
1: In his hummer. And
0: by the end of the night, I left with his phone number. It's so weird. I still have it. You guys texted a few times. He never responded to my text, oh, okay. to be fair. But I've texted him a few times.
1: <laughs> Look, I got Steve's number. We're going to try this. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah no I love I love DSide. of course but. of course his first two albums are unstoppable
0: oh man I know now I want to listen to that
1: shit oh dude we can do a whole we can do a whole episode on DSide. oh yeah first two albums only
0: well I mean when Once Upon the Cross came out um, my friend Lad was super into mm-hmm. it and I was like I don't know it's just not hitting me the same way yeah, yeah. Um, and Aesop swears by it okay yeah I should revisit it I don't as well. know like, I don't think I've heard it since <clears throat> what 95 or
1: whenever yeah, exactly whenever yeah. it came out yeah but I should revisit. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I just totally. feel
0: like sometimes it's really hard to do that too. Yeah, it is.
1: Know. I watched Donnie Darko last night and it holds up real well. Does it? That's a great movie. I haven't dude. seen that fucking yeah. in fucking forever. Two thousand one it came out. i was surprised by that. Was it? Two thousand one? was Surprised. I thought maybe it was two thousand four or five, but <laughs> Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And his sister is yeah. in it too, who plays his sister in the movie. Uh, oh, and Patrick Swayze? Oh, that's right. R. I. P. Right. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he was in it. Anyway. No, mm-hmm. not digressing, but things do hold up sometimes. Worth revisiting.
0: Well, I mean, John Travolta had to come back in Pulp Fiction. Yeah,
1: <laughs> amazing that Quentin Tarantino took a took a risk. Oh, that's a risk, I would say. Oh, I think so. Yeah, but he I must mean, have seen something in I, him.
0: I, I assume it was a calculated risk. Yeah, exactly. A, yeah. A, a, yeah, somehow. Yeah, but I remember when that shit came out. I was like, yeah. Wait, like I'm John Travolta. He was doing like, Look Who's Talking
1: at that time. Shit like that.
0: You remember was? that? Yeah. It was like the
1: Babies. It was yeah. a Talking Babies right. movie. Look who's those. talking and look who talking he, to. Yeah, it's like, Jesus, that's how so does great. he make that leap? But then they did the dance scene. I mean, he's a good dancer, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And fever and all that. Yeah, yeah incredible.
0: Good well, comeback. But, I mean, that's that's <laughs> it's not a reunion, but it's a comeback.
1: <laughs> it's a great comeback, though. <laughs> so why, did, why is the lyric, um, don't call it a comeback? Don't call it a comeback. That's, oh, because there's so many... There's so many, so much pressure on musicians to put out an album like the original stuff. You know, I think there's probably that was LL, right? That said that? Pro- maybe, but I, I imagine think, that's probably what he was thinking. It was like, you know, I'm I'm invent- reinventing myself. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to try to go back to the old. I days. think
0: so because I th- I believe the lyric is "Don't call it come back. I've been here for years." Nice. Yeah, yeah there you go. There it's you go. LL, I haven't right? gone
1: anywhere. Yeah, I, I think, think it's so. LL Cool songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Mama uh, mama going to knock you out. Mama going to knock know. you out. Yeah. yeah. Mama, yeah. I'm coming home. That was around the same time. Ozzy, Ozzy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Comebacks. Like... We should do a whole uh, episode on Ozzy. That'd be amazing. I mean, how many we times? Could. We could. Easy. Of course we could. Well,
0: how, multiple. How many times
1: has he, like, thrown in the towel. Oh, come yeah. I have uh, a laser disc of his final tour, 1994. 94. Yeah, 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 Jesus. Yeah. It was a final. Oh, he's talking about it for like half an hour about how he's ready to be at home. He's ready to devote his time to his family. He's ready to settle down. How long did that fucking last? <laughs> Dude, as someone who's toured on a very small level compared to that, oh, compared to that.
0: like how. I just don't know how you could just give up that part of your That's life right. completely. When what you're a making boy good money, you're your traveling, well. yeah. you're expressing this artistic thing that That's like right. so many people try to do and so many people can't do. That's right. Especially on Ozzy's Aussie's level. Like, yeah, how do you exactly. just stop doing that? He couldn't, obviously. Obviously. He <laughs> he couldn't. couldn't. <laughs> I did see that he was supposed to play some Fess Power, trip, trip, power trip, trip Fest.
1: How much do they pay in these bands? I, a lot I, I do I've never even heard of Power Trip Fest. I had never fast. heard of it. How did they get ACDC, Guns N' Roses? Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, Ozzy. I mean, they're paying them a million dollars each, at least. Oh, at least. And they got Judas Priest instead. I was surprised that Ozzy would even agree to do that because I thought he was completely done. But
0: where where was this festival?
1: It's in like uh, it's where they do like near Coachella and stuff. Like, oh really? India, California. It's called
0: Power Trip. Yeah. Is it a new thing or
1: brand new? I think they did one that wasn't heavy music and it was successful. Oh. It was, like rock. I forget. They brought back who they brought back for that one. Yeah, surprised that he agreed to do that in the first place. Cause I was like, how is he gonna play this? Cause. Well,
0: because he had been canceling everything. Yeah, he canceled yeah.
1: everything, and he's had health problems recently. Like, did you see him? He like he performed at the opening of the Super Bowl or something. He was fucking propped up like, like a yeah. It, I didn't it see was it. really sad that. looking. Like, let's not do this to him
0: anymore. That's oh man, what's wrong want... with him? I mean, oh, besides being, being a and old.
1: <laughs> I mean, how much more does there have to be? No, but I mean, like, like, like specifically things. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I'm creaky. I'm only forty-seven imagine being him okay yeah i mean how does he even get out of bed he's probably on t- tons of like painkillers pain or... and, yeah gotta be i just always feel like there's there must be like something
0: more than just being old like of course being sure. old and all yeah that, usually there's, like there's the, got the like, some kind of
1: like... something you know in the in the, in the in the if you look at the great way. dude that's <laughs> but usually they say you know COVID or something when it's like, right. you know, other things probably, yeah. probably also. Right. <laughs> so yeah. who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But it seems like. Consumption or something. Well, that's what yeah. they always used to say, right? Yeah.
0: Like died of consumption. Everybody died of consumption. Yeah. Well, what does that mean?
1: I don't know. You basically had a cold and you died. Or, but, you you know, you just died in your bed. You had a cough and you died.
0: Right. But that just like, I mean, <laughs> consumption it just makes me think like you're eating something, you know, like you're consuming <laughs> something.
1: We could do a whole podcast on consumption, I think. Really? Could, could we? we? <laughs> Maybe. Consuming Impulse. Uh... Oh, yeah. All the, con- the There was a band called Consumption in, in Portland. There was? They played on my radio show at KPSU. Yep. I could bring in their CD, dude. I still have it. Consumption. Were they good? Yeah, it's generic. it's what, generic. Like death metal stuff? Yeah, death or... vinyl, Yeah. Mixed with kind of Pantera-ish mosh. Okay. Yeah.
0: When did you have your radio show? 90s?
1: Uh, Yeah. 97 through like 99 or 2000. Yeah, 2000. Like three years, 97 to okay. 2000, yeah. PSU. I was on it once. I remember
0: being on it once. I got to find that tape because yeah, I found be all my tapes. I'm
1: sure you're on there somewhere. It's just, it's a huge effort to just go through all those. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: well, I was on there with Don. It wasn't just me.
1: It was okay. Don and so I. find Don then. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool to find that for the archives. That would be really cool. Digitize it or something.
0: Yeah. I got to get uh, like a nice tape deck in here so I can digitize some of my old yeah, you cassettes. do. I
1: mean, cassettes are cool now. I don't know if you've heard. So I've heard. I mean, I've given you a few. I think <laughs> I'm looking around this room here,
0: <laughs> you've given me a few cassettes. You've given me many Walkman They don't last yeah. very long. No.
1: Well, dude, that's retro tech. You can't expect much. You know, it's old technology. I know. But you I also know. have to be careful because those, that's a dying. Oh, I'm not gonna.
0: Well, here's the thing: is I used to be really rough on them, but now I'm like, I, I, they're hard to find and they're like twenty bucks each. So. <laughs> yeah. No, so you're I'm gonna like, have
1: to find another technique. I'm gonna have
0: to do something <laughs> I don't know on what I'm gonna
1: do can you get a regular one maybe that has a speed adjuster I wonder but that'd be a huge part of your gear be too yeah. much stuff yeah I'll figure it out
0: yeah. okay I'll figure it out eventually um I feel like we should start wrapping this up yeah that was awesome fun Thank That was you. great um yeah. did you have anything else you want to touch on Not as far really. as like reunions uh, go
1: another or? one that's been good is uh um Zentrix they were a thrash British thrash yeah. band uh-huh. they put out a new album really good one that I was disappointed in, uh, Sacred Reich, dude. Me I was too, excited man. about that. I was.
0: I mean, I've never been huge about Sacred Reich, oh, but man, like, great. I mean, Surf Nicaragua, of yeah, course, American Ways, American Ways, even the Independent even when they when they went alternative was really good. It was, it was. It was good. I did like Independent. Mm-hmm. Um, they just weren't. They weren't really my favorite, like thrashy band. Totally. Um, but no yeah, I did not like that record. Mm. I don't think anybody did because that, I got th- their tour shirts through a mail order for five bucks. <laughs> each.
1: They were just getting rid of stock. I think they were just, uh,
0: yeah. But you know, I mm. saw them open for carcass recently. That's right. that's right. Um, I caught like half the performance and it was, I caught the last good.
1: song. I think I came in right at the well, end. What, was it surf Nicaragua? Yeah. They played surf Nicaragua. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I mean, it was the, I didn't care for the record, but the performance was good.
1: It may have been, uh, they may have, uh, been better off if they did a demolition hammer style, just performing live kind of thing. Maybe yeah, it's okay, yeah. All right, well, cool. Um, welcome back to the podcast world. This is great, yeah. This
0: has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nick Woos, for You're joining welcome. me. Thanks for having me. It's awesome, appreciate it. Um, if anybody has any questions, opinions, requests,
1: things we facts we messed up, facts we messed a lot up,
0: of those. tons of those. Um <laughs> uh, any topics that you think would be fun oh, to discuss? Yeah. It's endless. Email them in to hate.pod.music at gmail.com, and that'll go to me. Um, you can send us hate mail, love mail, send us recipes, ideas, whatever. Yeah. Um, we recipes. might We might look at them. I used to get quite a bit of mail when I was doing this podcast That's before. Cool. Good. and it was actually like a really nice way to like help me know what to do in a podcast yeah
1: right or what people are interested in are, or, yeah. yeah
0: and you know back to the old format people would be like hey play this song yeah and it right. was cool like yeah. sometimes it would be that's like cool. really cool stuff yeah uh with this time i'm hoping for people to be like hey it'd be cool to hear you guys talk about like yeah. you know um when venues take cuts of the merchandise oh yeah that's good i mean yeah. that would be really short just be like that sucks and that would be <laughs> <laughs> we'd
1: basically say that, that sucks that'd be like, that'd be the whole but there are some things we could talk about. For sure, for
0: sure. Um, So, yeah, so feel free to uh, email those things in. Um, Thanks for joining I Hate Music once again. And uh, I have a few shows coming up. I'm playing as Moonbladder uh, in Portland, a few shows. I've got one coming up on Sunday. Nice. Uh, That is, I'm not sure when this podcast is coming out. So (laughs) the date is July 16th at a place called Mono Occulta. It's a weird pizza place in Portland. It'll be really fun. Okay. Um, it is with High Life, which is Jory from Anefrins. It's his other project, and it's his debut performance. Nice. So that'll be really It'll cool. cool. Kind
1: of, is, that, is that noise? Or is no,
0: it... it's it's like pretty rough black metal, like oh. not in Mandrigal style. Yeah. Like really melodic. Oh, damn, cool. But I think his live performance is going to be a little bit different. So I'm not really sure what to expect awesome. from the live performance. That dude's but style be cool. Yep. And then I'm really excited. I'm going on tour of Thief again. Nice. Congrats. I think this Perfect. is my matchup. fifth. Tour with <laughs> Thief maybe Amazing. First as Moonbladder Nice We're playing at the Lunasa Cascadia Festival um, In late Juna- July And that's going to be with K.O.Dot With Alora Crucible um, Will Tons Nasal of metal Rod's playing. Nasal uh, Rod uh, uh, Fuck man I can't even think so about it many. So many bands Are you going to be staying out there? Two nights or? We're going to be there nice. for Friday and Saturday night Nice Friday night is Me Moonbladder uh, F-Space Scott Generic. Nice. John Hom. Wow. Thief. And I'm closing out the night.
1: Amazing, dude.
0: And I'm also playing with F Space. It's my debut for performance with F Space. Right, cool. And then Saturday is KO Dot. Um, and then that Sunday mm-hmm. night, I'm super excited. I'm playing the Star Theater in Portland yep. with Thief. And yep. that's going to be fucking killer. Dude. I can't wait to play that venue. Yes. Um, that's so exciting. Um, you played, played a bunch there with Zag-Glock. Aglock. Yeah. Once with Karada. Oh, ne- yeah, Karada as well. That's right. Yeah, friendly. but never with Moonbladder nice and then wednesday i'm also very excited wednesday august 2nd i'm playing in eugene nice with toby driver from ko dot as Alora crucible and he's Thief. just coming up
1: for one show or nope. he's doing that he's festival. doing lunasa then-
0: he's also playing it at, at uh azoth i think on the third oh. or something oh sweet i Damn. think um but yeah i'm doing that show on the second and then um of course agaloc debut performance at prophecy fest
1: dude why are we so blessed? September
0: Jeez. 8th, I want to say.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. In Germany. Mm-hmm.
0: And then September 23rd at the Crystal Ballroom
1: Dude. with Thief. Oh.
0: By my last count that I got, there's only 30 tickets left. It's sold out, basically. So, oh. well, actually, they sold out, and then they released more tickets. It's so sold out. Amazing. It's
1: basically sold out. It's fucking amazing. Congrats, and we are very excited, speaking as the fans.
0: <laughs> you're you're the fans <laughs> And then uh, December 2nd We are headlining The Decibel Metal and Beer Festival Yeah that in, looks really fun In Denver too. Nice yep. Cool And that'll be it for 2023
1: Dude Great year for you
0: Yeah It's very exciting A lot of stuff to do um, Nick and I are planning On doing more episodes together uh, Basically As we have time No pressure For yep. either one of us Or for you guys Yep uh, And we're just gonna kind of Just see how this goes And just have fun with it So
1: Nice. I'm glad to be here. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Nick. Thanks for joining me. And um, we'll see you guys later. See you later. Bye. Bye. An earth in
3: sound production.